This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 90. Four. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P Cap in America. Kaplan. On Twitter and Instagram. We gotta build that up. On the podcast <laughs> today, we have French comedian Wary Nietzsche joining us. All right, he's fresh off his World Cup victory. Fresh off Probably his World be Cup. Very cocky. I think he's gonna be very he's already the French are already cocky. Yeah. And now they just won the World Cup. Yeah. Extra we're, cocky. We're gonna have I to talk to him about him. some things in the past to bring him down a few steps. Some historical some, some wars they might have lost. Go on. That's a good <laughs> idea. We don't want to let our guests get too happy. Yeah. Not on this podcast. So he's gonna be telling us about comedy in France. He started out doing comedy in France. Now he lives in New York City, travels around the world. I met him in Shanghai. At the China International Comedy Festival, where I got booed. Where you meet all our guests. As oh, where you got booed, yeah. As we talked about. <laughs> <As a> judge. <laughs> yeah, when I was judging. But before all that, Kaplan, how about that live podcast? Oh, my God. It was so great. I can't. I thought we were done. I thought, like, that's it. This is the pinnacle of our careers. Let's just call the podcast off. But you told me we had to get back to work. Because you so, wanted to retire. I wanted to retire on top. That was such a great pod. It was such a good pod. You know how, like, uh, when after... Um, Kurt Cobain put out Nevermind or whatever his great album was. Yeah, he, he, he blew his brains out because yeah. he's like, what else am I supposed this to do? This is our Blow Our Brains Out live pod. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we don't blow our personal brains out, but we do blow out the brains off the podcast. Yeah. 
It's over. It, I think it's. Should we quit? Should we? I think we should quit. We did it. We accomplished a lot. We had everyone there. We had Weber there from the podcast. All the we, celebrities. Yeah. All the Ikram. Lost in America pod celebrities. We had my wife was there. Your wife couldn't make it. She had other things to do. But we had my mom. Your entire <laughs> extended family came. Your aunt, your uncle, your cousins, your mom. Yeah. Not your dad because he had to work. And he doesn't know what a podcast is. And they they came from <laughs> states away. Three, five, seven states away. They drove in. <laughs> 10, 12 hours. My wife works right down the street. Said, I'm good. I don't yeah, she, I can listen at home. Yeah, she wanted to, she wanted to be surprised, but so, I knew I knew it was going well because I was I, I was wearing these pants that I put on and they had a hole in the fly. Yes. And I I noticed it during the day and I thought, "You know what? This is my prop comedy. I'm going to get up there and if, if I'm bombing, I'm going to make a joke about how I wore no fly." You know, because I, I, but I don't I, even think I, we mentioned that, did we? We did not have to fall back on that. That's so I how knew good we of a made plot it. it was. And I want to think, that, you know, the audience got a, got a, a, the front row. I was gonna say they got a show, but I think that was my family. So yes, <laughs> that's like if Gallagher came out, yeah. and then did a whole show and didn't even smash a watermelon. Yeah, I, he didn't even have to get to it. Yeah, so I might autograph those pants, and because I got to retire them now, because you can't have holes in your flies in America. That's, They're done. That's it was fantastic. <laughs> Our guests, if you haven't listened to that, go back. DC, Benny, Monroe, yeah. Martin, Donnie, Donnie, and he brought guys. along his friend uh, Francis Ellis from Barstool Sports. Yeah, yeah. When we had Iman El Hussein, he was all everybody was fantastic. Yeah, thanks to everyone who came. Thanks to Ming River. Ming River Baijo was out yeah. there. Whoo, that was some good stuff. I enjoyed it the entire evening. Yeah, yeah. And stand up New York. What great people. We might have to. You know what? Forget the call the retirement off. We need to do an, a Nirvana unplugged album. We need to do another a new, another live pod there. In Should a few we do months. another one, but unplugged? No mics. <laughs> no mics. We just talk. I'm gonna wear like an old sweater with a button down sweater, and it's I'm a gonna great bring idea. out the acoustic guitar. And we'll, we're gonna cover a lot of other podcasters' bits. Not gonna have a lot of original material that night. Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna do yeah. We're gonna do some old jokes from the '80s. Yeah. We're bringing it all back. Cap. I got a couple shows to announce. Last night I didn't have time to announce this on the pod because it was a last minute thing. Last night I was in Atlantic City. Thanks, everybody <laughs> so who came out. Take, get a time machine and go back there. Everybody who came out to that show, Atlantic City Comedy Club, that was a blast. This Friday night, I'll be at the Fairfield Comedy Club in Fairfield, Connecticut, with our buddy Joe Garricks. Mm. I'll be up there doing yep. shows. I'm coming. You ready for this? August 29th, I will be at the Punchline Comedy Club in Sacramento, California. So get your tickets. Uh, will Marvin Bagley be there? And what's his name? Bergeco? De'Aaron Roots will be Roots. in the house. <laughs> Maybe I should get him to play live music. We got. It's going to be a blast. Everybody get your tickets now. We almost sold the place out last time. It's going to sell out this time. So get them now. Go to Punchline, uh, whatever their website is. You can find it there. <laughs> find the website. Or you can find it all at turnersparks.com. Also, the 28th, the night before that, I'm going to be in the Bay Area at Mill Valley in Mill Valley, California at the Throckmorton Theater. And I think that's it for now. I got a lot of other stuff. Check the site coming up soon. Should we get to Lost in America? Play the music. Play the music. All right, we're back. De'Aaron Roots, shout out, amazing music. As always, Kaplan. Yeah. I'm lost in America this week. Shocker. This last week, I was very lost in America. I went to, on a family reunion, (laughs) to Panama City Beach, Florida. Can I ask, first off, stop right there and say, you... Family reunions, you you seem like you do these all the time. This is a Sparks, is this a Gentile thing or just a Sparks family thing? 
You guys seem to like each other a lot. We don't do we do hang out a lot, but yeah. this is not, we don't do family reunions in the, in this sense. This is the first time we've ever done one. Oh, which is right. where you get the entire like all the cousins, all the cousins' kids. Yeah, we've never done one of these. Oh, this, I we. I mean, have. I get together with the Sparks family, like right. the the immediate family. Oh, this was like extended, extended family. Yeah, everybody was in twenty something people. It was a but so we went to Panama City Beach, Florida. They call it the Redneck <laughs> Riviera. And when I heard that term, I could not have been more fired up to get there yeah. and see what was going on. Yeah. And it did not disappoint. No, it was full redneck. Full redneck. Number one, two days in a row, I saw people, a big fat lady, I'll be honest, both times, two different people, smoking cigarettes while filling up their gas tank at a gas station. That seems dangerous. No. Inc- yes. <laughs> Incredibly dangerous. You can't do that. I don't think. I don't even use my phone because I remember years ago when cell phones first came out, they said don't use your cell phone while changing the gas because I don't even know what happens. I was going to say this when I was because the static electricity yeah. could blow up to you yeah. and the gas station. Yeah. Turns out that's completely false. Oh, that's fake news. Yeah, it was all Original fake, news. fake news. The Russians came up with that. But even in China, you can't do that. I've been at a gas station in China before, and it's it's hard. Let me say this. All due respect to China. But All due respect. But it is hard to get more backwards than like a gas station in a rural China or just life in rural right. China. You know. But they've accomplished it at the Redneck Riviera, Panama <laughs> City Beach, Florida. Because in China, I've been at gas stations filling up my tank, and they've come by and told me to get off my phone. Yeah. And they have signs that say no cell phones, much less. Uh, uh, filling up, uh, much less a, <laughs> a, a smoke small fire, a, lighting up a, a cig. <laughs> yeah. So this lady sees me. I'm sitting in my car with my parents and Yay. We're all in the car, and this is the second day. The first day I saw it, I'm like, that's insane. Second day, I see this lady. I point at her. I'm like, holy shit, look at that lady. She has a she has a cigarette in her mouth. She sees me. She gets embarrassed, oh. self conscious, and so she takes it while her hand is on the gas tank. She takes it out of her mouth. Throws it on the ground. Oh, she's the worst. Yes. <laughs> the gas and then, be. like, puts it out real quick. Would you have felt bad if she exploded herself by accident there? Because it would have been all your fault. You're like, your glare. I would be dead. <laughs> she was like oh. five feet from me. Okay. You, you, she was at the car right in front of us. Before you die. Filling this up. It's funny. Rednecks are kind of similar to Euro- Euros in a, in a weird sense with the smoking. Yes. The, the, you know, they he- all come together on smoking. I also saw multiple people smoking cigarettes while swimming in the ocean. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Which I didn't even know was possible. Well, they're doggy paddling, I assume. They're kind of like waiting. They're waiting, yeah. There's not a lot of people. If you want to feel good about your body size, your uh, body type, go to the Redneck Riviera. Yeah. There's not a lot of people <laughs> under 400 pounds. A lot uh, of waiting. A lot of waiting. A lot of floating with yes. like a beer on the stomach. Yes, a lot, of, a lot of the belly buttons stretch so far that you can fit the whole beer in it. It was a blast, though. We had uh, so much fun. Are, are cigarettes bad for the, like, is it worse than a straw or, like, one of those soda things to throw that in the ocean? Or- yes. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but also the idea of, can you, okay, so you come back to New York City and people are like, oh, we can't have plastic straws. We need paper straws. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the Redneck Riviera, they're just throwing cigarettes in the ocean. <laughs> it's amazing. They're literally putting them out. I'm going like to get a tuna and it's going to have, like, a little, little button in it. <laughs> yeah, people are swimming. Gosh. With the cigarette in their mouth, and I guess the idea is you just keep it in until it's long enough where the ocean like naturally puts it out. Yeah, I can see a cigar that working because like a cigar, it, it's like big enough where you can like I don't know, you can get yourself back to land and put it out, not littering, but cigarettes. That's, that's <laughs> it was a wild time. So you got four hundred pound people. It was it's not like because to me Panama City is like spring break. It's like a big like during yeah. college year. It's a big spring break crowd. I never went there. Pan- 
Mom. I went to bam, yeah. bam, I went to Cancun, which is like one level above, but still that seven is levels one level below. Above. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So this is more of it's a free for all. It's a yeah. It's like it would be great for bachelor party because it's like anything goes. Yeah, no one cares what you're doing. That liquor store went to a liquor store across the street, uh, which also doubles as it says it's a liquor store, which it is. It has like the. Uh, it has refrigerators and all that with all the beer, but also there's just a full bar in the middle with a bar, like a bar, like there's oh, so a bartender. You can drink while you're buying liquor. Yes, that's it's genius. Genius. <laughs> it's called the Lick. L I Q. Shout out. out to the Lick. Yeah. So the person who rings there. you up is behind a bar. So he's like a bartender slash cashier. Yeah. So you can get a drink while you're buying like a twelve pack. That's that's amazing. So we go there. Uh, I forget my ID. Yay, and I go there to get a drink. I forget my ID, but I don't notice until the lady's like, okay, I need to see, see some ID. Yay gets out her green card. I'm like, oh, I don't have my ID. And the lady's like, uh, well, I can't sell to you if you don't have ID. And I was like, all right, well, can my wife just buy two drinks? Oh. And I go outside, and she's like, don't ask me. And I was like, <laughs> for like 10-4. Yeah. I go outside. Yay oh. comes out two minutes later with all the alcohol. Oh, next thing you know, she's just buying booze for underage kids. Exactly. Pretending so to be their wives. If you're underage and you're listening and you want to go get booze, go to the lick. The lick. This sounds like a great place because then you can you could try a drink. If you like it, you buy the bottle. Exactly. If not, yeah. Anyway, I would highly recommend it. I think we might want to go back and do a live, do a full pod. From the Redneck Riviera? From the Redneck Riviera. Lost in America. Lost in the Redneck Riviera. We've got a Riviera. couple of these lately. Perhaps we should let the voters, let the view on Insta or something, we should let the listeners decide where we do a remote, because we got some great ideas. I feel You're like right. We've out. talked about going to Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai versus the Redneck Riviera. The Redneck Riviera? Riviera? We need like a third. Yes. <laughs> Sacramento? I don't know. Coney what. Island? Coney Island. Yeah, that's the cheapest on the budget. Those but. would be the three. <laughs> Let's let everyone decide. They can pick where we go. Get us an answer. Right, we'll make a hashtag. Remote pod voting. We'll figure it out. Speaking of... Ins is an app. It is. You can get Ince it in the app store. Is the Instagram of audio is how I've heard it by our producer, Celeste. I just heard her describing it to someone. Because no one wants to see pictures. You want to no. hear someone you talk about pictures. You want to hear about pictures. We're done with pictures. They We're done. Pictures take up so much space on your phone. I don't get it. it. Who Enough. cares? Yeah. So, so Selfie and Ints. Yeah. E-N-S-E. -E, uh, and you can still, uh, there's still time to go to the party. No, uh, July 31st. Yeah, the party's July 31st. Uh, Go on Ents and... What is the party? The party is to launch... Um, Ents. <laughs> it's to launch Ents on the Venmo the, rooftop, the right? The party is to launch Ents and to launch the Venmo card. In Lower is, Manhattan. Yeah so, yeah, so you can go and if you want to get a Venmo card. So you go on Ents and you tell a story about Venmo and you hashtag uh, Venmo card, hashtag Ents party, and they will put you on the list. Okay. You can meet us. You can get a Venmo card so that you can then... Uh, you can be producer Randy yeah, Lee. If you have money in your Venmo account, you can now like use it like a debit card. And you don't need to deal with those old man things like credit cards. So, Let's get to our guest. Let's do it. Bring him in. Wary Nietzsche, come on in. We're back with our guest, Wary Nietzsche. Wary, welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome. Uh, thank you for welcoming me, and uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Good. Uh, okay, so wait. We were just talking off air, which I want to continue, about the World Cup. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Won. You. you won. Yes. If, if our listeners haven't, haven't found out yet, if you're behind, France won the World Cup. We are champions. Congratulations. Thank you very and much. And you were in Paris when it happened? Yeah, I was in Paris. It was insane. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, I just went to the comedy club, uh, and then from there... That's the party. Where'd yeah. you go after, though? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, there are, like, uh, people everywhere, so you just go and just, uh, like, sing with people, and then 
Um, was the team good? Like, were they supposed to win? Uh, okay, so this is the. <laughs> I mean, obviously they were good. They won. Well, no, because no, no, like, this is this is this is a really good question. Oh, the thing, see, yeah. I'm a, I'm a real <laughs> journo. <soccer>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing you, is, like, it depends how uh, it depends how you. Um, define good, okay? So, like, they were very good defending, okay? So, which means they had, uh, like, uh, they, they played really hard, they, they uh, uh, but it was not, like, a beautiful game, like, uh, they didn't score that much, even though, like, they win, like, 4-2, but it was not a beautiful uh, play, okay? Like, yeah. uh, Belgium had a very nice team, they were playing very well. Um, For Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be nice on this podcast. <laughs> no. <Fuck> Belgium. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's right. true. It's like uh right. well, it's Croatia like also they 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 did big uh, uh final they, they they throughout the tournament they were uh, like uh, playing very well. But France was like more efficient. Like uh we have one uh like uh you know um hit and bam. So saying cool. if you get in the World Cup, you can be a good defensive team who plays hard and can just if you're efficient you can win. Yes. So that's for, uh, hope for America because we're never going to be good. We're never going to be when good. When we do make the World Cup, maybe one year we can. Uh, we're like that. Our coach is always like, these guys are going to run more laps <laughs> in training than the other. It's like, how about you just get good at soccer? Yeah. I mean, I think our problem is that we, I don't think anyone in America knew we didn't make the World Cup until like no. either after we didn't make it or like I like found out with like four minutes to go in the game where we're getting disqualified. We're about to get disqualified. So I, I watched the last four minutes. No, I was in a bar one night and I was watching and everyone's watching and this one girl comes up and says to the guy next to me, she's like, which one's America? Right. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, we're not even in this. Yeah. People didn't know anything. But then people would have been real braggy if we won. Yeah. But any, we, if we won of any yeah. man. But we've come along. I was in France, actually, with your brother in 1998. Oh. The year that we, were, we were in London studying. Okay. But we were in France during the cup. We were in London for the final, but when France yeah. won its first cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And at that point, America, like nobody in America, I like, came home and it was like the cool thing to talk about because nobody knew what the hell I was talking about, the World Cup. Oh, you feel, you're real, yeah. I was a real, real like, sophisticated. Real culture. Now everyone, at least in New York, is like watching the World Cup. It's a little less, uh, it feels a little less satisfying. To know. Yeah, especially the, everyone liked to cheer against Russia this year, this time around. In the yeah, world. Every, everyone like overnight here became uh, was it Croatia, Croatia fans? Yeah, 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 because people were like, "Oh, I hate Trump, and Trump loves Russia, so I hate Russia." Yeah, those poor that, players. Were, in did Russia. you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it was like all of Brooklyn was just was, like Russia. Was oh no, bar, it was like Croatia. The bar was like two hundred people going nuts for Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like, the thing, also like in all Europe, like Spain was for Croatia, uh, oh. Belgium obviously because they uh, they lost the, uh, the semifinals against uh, France. Yeah. Uh, so all Europe mostly were for uh, Croatia. And also because Croatia is, is a small team, like a small yeah. country with uh, underdog. Yeah, and and they were like uh, doing great job being right. uh, at the final. So that was also the uh, like the whole whole Europe was against France. This this uh, oh against France. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like and, and they they don't like when France win because then you know they would get like mainly England. They hate it when uh, France uh, like right. Gets something. It's really rubbing in England's it, nose that France has been so good now. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, yeah, I feel like everyone's like always kind of against France. Did France right? also win a Euros at some point since they won the World Cup? Or they they've won a bunch of things, right? Now, after like, the ninety yeah. eight, yeah. they won the the Euro. Yeah, and England hasn't won anything in a long time. So, yeah, so they're just these, yeah. So because yeah, you were saying off air like Americans, we can't stand the tie. That's why people <laughs> love the World Cup in America but don't love regular soccer is because yeah. in soccer you can tie and that's not acceptable. No. <laughs> in these United States of America, you got to have a winner and you have to have a loser. Yeah. And then also, this is what really blew my mind. Did you know that they had like a a, a game for third and fourth place? 
Yes. That is so not Who American. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why would anyone care? Defend your country, defend your sport. Why would anyone care that who wins third or fourth place? Right. I think what they want to do is like uh, you have two uh, losers like at the semifinals, and they want to with a capital L. Yeah, <laughs> losers. They they want to give one a chance to finish on like a win. So yeah. you have a third place, which is kind of. Uh, I mean, we lost, but we now. Uh, I mean, are like in third. the Olympics, they do it so that you can get like a bronze medal. Yeah, this is the thing. But, yeah, like, but there's no medal. There's no medal. Can you imagine so they have that in like basketball? Wait, where they the just Celtics have would have some played. tournament, <laughs> some extra like week long series, ten right. day or series, the Super Bowl, yeah. like with all the teams that didn't make it to the playoffs to like, see yeah, who's yeah. the third. It was best. really. It was hard for me because I've talked about this on the podcast. I have a six year old son who's obsessed with Russia. We, <laughs> and he's also really Russia. he's also really in the World Cup. He was. I should post the video to the fans, but he was bawling, crying when Russia lost to Croatia. He was, like, bawling. But and they did a great job, Russia, did, like, I, I, for yeah, Russia. I, I told him this whole thing, and he did a great job, and this and that, and he, everyone's to lose. And then he knew England lost because we watched the game, and then we went into a pizza place. I forgot about the consolation game. We walk in, the game's on, and he sees England. He's like, why is England playing again? You said They lost. You said, <laughs> And I was, like, trying to explain the third place thing. He's like, well, why doesn't Russia get to play for a fifth-place game? I was like, it's a slippery slope. You're right. Yeah. Keep playing. Now gonna, we're playing for 11th <laughs> place. Yeah. Now, we're, now we're doing a podcast to see who's the 1,050th yeah. uh, best podcast. Yeah. So what were you doing there? And then do you live in New York or do you live in France? I mean, I don't know, to be honest. Like, you're everywhere. Yeah. And a little China. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I try to stay between Paris and New York. Uh, so what I'm trying now is just to get more uh, like comedy in English. So I would come here and uh, we'll spend like two or three months and then go back to uh, Paris because I have gigs there and uh, like I have my show in French. So um, and this is also what's hard about this when you try to do it in in two different countries. It's, it's like you try to keep like your contacts and then uh, if you leave the country for like a, a certain time, it, people will forget you. So then you have to go back and then work on like your contacts again, your network. So, um, but basically I'm trying to just be between Paris and New York. So you but started comedy in France? In Montreal. In Montreal? Yeah. Wow, <laughs> but in French? Yep. In French, uh, but, uh, and English, uh, but it was mostly in French. Uh, because uh, like Montreal, this is what's amazing about Montreal. You can have both English and French, and they have like uh, comedy in English and and French, and it's like amazing. Um, so so it yeah, we, I was able to do like both. Uh, it was really nice. Um, when was that? When did you start? It was uh, uh, seven years ago. Uh, yeah. And you started doing both at the same time, both languages. So what what happened is like um, I was doing it in uh, French. And you had this, uh, what they called franglais, like you would have a show and they would book two comics uh, uh, that would speak in English and two comics that would speak in French. Uh, so you would hang out uh, with like English comic and then they would go, oh, should just come to see our show. And, and then like I was just translating my jokes from French to English. And it's working. And, uh, and, and did that work? Yeah. It, uh, like, I'm not obviously not all the jokes, but right. like... Uh, uh, this is also what pushes me to do more kind of situation jokes rather than just uh, like you know uh, uh, thing that would work in only one language. Yeah. So uh, so you would think like oh now I have to find a funny situation or a funny uh, thing to say that would work in like different uh, languages. What would be like an example of a joke you do in French that would not work in English? Okay. But if you say it in English for us. <laughs> Uh, I have, I have, I have one thing. Maybe you can help me with this one because this is also like kind of something I'm trying to understand. There is a joke I do in France, and it works. I like uh, I've done it several times, different places. It works fine. I did it in the U.S. Uh, like 
people kind of uh, find I don't know if it if they find it offensive or they they find like they they they're not allowed to laugh. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh excited boy. already. <laughs> You've come to the right place. Okay, because this is the home of the alt middle. We do not judge. This is a safe space. You can and say this is a true want. story that happened to me. So I wasn't. Uh, uh, so this is the joke. So I, I, I'm in the subway. And I sit uh, like next to this uh, old lady, and she stands and moves uh, to the other side. And I was like, fine, okay, whatever. Uh, and then we did one station, and then a black guy came next to her. She came back next to me. <laughs> you already can't say this. <laughs> so this is a thing. This is a thing. Okay, this this just in saying Fran black guy. Yeah, but this is like in France, you get like a, a, a like real laughter at this moment. Right. Okay? Just saying a black guy came in. Yeah, because they they. <laughs> Wait, <picture why>? <laughs> No, well, because they picture the thing like this is an old racist lady, yeah, and like the fact that she moves from like next to me to the other place, and then the black guy came next to her, and then she came back next to me, uh, like they don't see oh. something offensive about it. You wait, know? wait, wait. So okay, so she's she's sitting there. Yeah, you I sit next to her, and so she moves. She moves. Yeah, and then when the uh, black guy came next to her, she came back next to me, <laughs> and then I say, and then uh, yeah, that's good. So and then I said I said okay so I was like uh, I wanted to leave uh, my my place and then I said if I leave she will win so I looked to the black guy and we swapped our seats yeah and this is like the the, the punchline <laughs> punch so this works in America but when I say like the switching places with the black guy I for some reason they just you know they they uh, they, they they think that it would be something racist or whatever wait in America or in France? in America but in France in it France works. it works fine. Yeah, I He's think Americans. that they're basically people are idiots in America. Not everyone, but a lot of comedy audiences. People are just so concerned. This is the thing. Here's where you can do it. I was just in a place called Panama City Beach, Florida, the Redneck Riviera. I think you can say whatever you want down there. Okay. But I think in New York. I think it's in New York and certain kinds of clubs in New York. Is certain you, kinds of clubs, probably across the U.S., but more so in New York. They're just, everyone's so concerned that, they might be seen as some as somehow racist by laughing at something that yeah. someone else says, even if it's not racist. You're exactly. just saying it, that, uh, that was surprising. Once I said uh, I am uh, African. I was born in Africa. Yeah, and I'm uh, and now I'm uh, about to become American. So I'm African American. Yeah, and I said I'm a white African American because uh, you can see my skin is white. And then this is the whole joke. Yeah, but as soon as I said African American. <laughs> Like one lady, she said, "No, you're not. You're not allowed to say that." I was like, "Oh, you're not allowed to say African American." Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I am, this is what I am. Like, yeah. I am African, <laughs> yeah. and this, this is what I. Wow, well, uh, who's John Kerry's wife? John Kerry was like ran for president. Yeah, and his wife. <laughs> great, his wife's a great comic, Teresa Heinz Kerry. She's a descendant. Of, she's from the Heinz family, the yes. Heinz ketchup. But she's also was born in South Africa. Well, she married into the Heinz family. But yeah. And oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Whatever. She's born in South Africa. She went. She grew up in the. Then moved to the United States. And so at one point it, during the like, campaign trail, she she said she was African American because yeah. she's from Africa but lives in the United States. And like it tanked his whole campaign. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I had a girlfriend in Is college. Is that right? It's not wrong, I don't though, know, right? Yeah. You are African American. You are American. African -American. Yeah. I mean, it's not in the, in the, the like spirit yet, but of the. Like, I had a girlfriend in college who's a white South African, and she, like, signed. Like, I think she put on a college application as African American. And that is against the spirit of using that. You're, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Because the there's affirmative action set up to help people, not her, is the point. That's, but. It, so but then it, you. The term should, is wrong. Right. They need a term. Because technically, the, you are an African-American, <laughs> right? If you're yeah, from Africa. Yes, of course you are. I mean, it just... What else Asian. are you, then, if you're not? Right. What's the other term for it? 
I don't know. African? Just African? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am African. Like, uh, but when I say yeah. it, I have to explain it. Like some, uh, like I had so many times. If this you're is from I'm, Africa. You're yeah. African, no? <laughs> like this is you can be. Uh, like I think right. my point is like here. Sometimes people just overreact to things before letting the person like just explain uh, what he has uh, he has to say. Yes. Yeah, so they, they would just go African. Go, oh. This is something like you're not allowed to say this because you're not like black or whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, but if I say it in in front of a black audience, they would just laugh and then it's it's, right, it's, it's okay. Oh, this yeah. is a white person yeah, that got yeah, offended. White yeah, yeah. people are the problem. <laughs> no, no, black people they they like they you know they they know that it's just we're well, just joking and also. I've said nothing offensive, like uh, right. saying I'm African. Like, uh, right, white people. Are the I problem, am. Usually. You're literally just telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, <laughs> is what, this is what's amazing. Like, I uh, mean, I almost consider turning Asian American at this point, but is that offensive? No. <laughs> I would be very. That would be a big compliment for me. I'd be very happy. Twelve years at some point, you become. <laughs> well, I, you, you can't become uh, Chinese. No, they you won't lose let me. the American citizenship. Yeah, and I don't even think I could become Chinese in general. Oh. I don't Any think joke I can make about you becoming Chinese I don't would, think be, they would, would be offensive, me. so I won't make it now. Yeah, I don't think I'm allowed to <laughs> be Chinese. <laughs> yeah. But where in so. Africa were you born? Uh, in Algeria, North okay. Africa. Okay, yeah, that's the, yeah, because if you're in Algeria, or like I have neighbors here from Tunisia. Yeah. It's, it's just, the same thing. Yeah. They're like, they're white and they couldn't they, say they're, yeah. I don't know what they're allowed to say. North it's, Africa is amazing because it's like, uh, we are African, we are uh, somehow also Arab, uh, right. we are Mediterranean. Uh, like a lot, like, of, a lot of things. Um, there's this uh, like historical uh, past with France also. Yeah. The um, Battle of Algiers, great movie. Yeah, <laughs> great. Movie. So you're born in Algeria. <laughs> yeah, and then you moved to France or you moved to Canada? I moved first to France. I um, I did my uh, engineering uh, studies in France, and started to work in France. And then um, w uh, before before going to uh, work uh, in France, I like I did um, a PhD between Paris and uh, Montreal. Wow. So that was just for studies. So, uh, wait, but in Algeria, did you grow up speaking French? Uh, yes, we... Um, it's a French-speaking country? It's it's like, uh, it's not it's it's not official, but like you would see uh, movies in French on TV. Uh, we study French at school. So um, it's it's like everyone speaks French in, uh, in Algeria. Um, so then to move to France, that's for like better, you went to college? Uh, university. It's for, it's for better university or something like that. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of, um, the thing is like, uh, like when you were like um, born in Africa and uh, a lot of Africans would say that, it's like you always want to travel and see different places. And, um, and also there was always also my... Um, uh, I wanted to travel a lot. Like uh, France was a natural thing because w I spoke French and we have this uh, relation with France. So going to study there, it's like easy. So uh, this is what I've done. And then from there, um, I went to uh, Canada and um, then went back to France, started to work as a telecom engineer in uh, Paris. And then um, at some point I was like, I, I'm 29. Uh, either I would do what I w always wanted to do now or I would never had the ch chance to do it. Yeah. So, and then I moved back to, uh, I liked Montreal, so I said, I'll go to Montreal, I would do this filming school. Um, and I started to do filming school and stand-up comedy uh, also at the same time. Um, and this is how all it started. Can I ask one more question about Algeria? Yeah, yeah sure, of course. Why, why do they speak French there? What's the connection with France? It's a colony. It, it was a colony <laughs> of... Uh, oh. <laughs> that, yeah, that was like... Um, 
Algeria, Morocco, and Tunisia, uh, and also a, l- a lot of countries in Africa uh, were colonized by France. They were uh, like the B- England used to rule the world, and France was like you know second, third. Right? Yeah, I mean they they like they shared uh, their yeah. like yeah. if you see Africa, it was like okay, what what do, what do you take? Like so, Belgium was like I would take Congo, the Belgian like, Congo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, everyone <laughs> That's was the like, one that really made it out. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone turned <laughs> to the Belgian Congo. <laughs> France so, got yeah. Yeah, so France got like uh, Algeria, fr- uh, Morocco, and Tunisia. Morocco and Tunisia was kind of uh, it, it was they were not like there. They were just controlling the the, the two uh, countries. But in Algeria, it was deeper. They stayed like 132 years. So they started to build stuff and like to live there as it was like part of France. So but, yeah, and or just to because you were just talking about the whole like African American joke you're making. Like in France, like what is the there's no this is the whole thing with the World Cup. Like there's no like term, right? There's no like African French. Oh yeah, no, I like, saw there's a lot of stuff online like about like uh, French people shouldn't be celebrating because those are Africans, those yeah, are like French, French people uh, who yeah. won. Like, like what is the term? Is there a term or they're just like it's, it's uh f- I like the the, the the thing that you would hear uh, the most is like diversity, you know, right. like. Uh, um, but now, yeah, there was there was this thing where the a lot of people said, "Oh, Africa won the World Cup," you know. Yeah. Uh, or it's like they are not French because they are African, and this is this is this is like when they lose, <laughs> usually they are like Africans. Uh, <laughs> right. When they win, they become French. Right? Got it. And. Um, and you never know, like, um, like there are always people complaining about uh, why you have too many Africans in, the, like, uh, the French team, like, because, like, this team it was like ninety percent African. Right. But they're born, like but they're born in France. They're, they're, like, like I mean, most are, of them born in France. Right. I think I have two or three players that were right. born in Africa. That's right. so crazy. We would never say like, oh, our USA basketball <laughs> team has too many Africans because LeBron James. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we had and we have had people who have taken citizenship, like Hakeem Olajuwon played for America and stuff like that in the past. Yeah, uh, like, in the know, Olympics, we yeah, always do that. Yeah, or, but you know, wow. But, so, so people, even if they're born in France, people don't consider them French. Yeah, like you, you would have a part of like uh, political parties that would uh, you know use this as. Uh, uh, you know, to to throw their racism uh, to the team, like they go, ah, this is not representative. Uh, it's not representing France because we would need more white white people like on, on the team. But Jeez. but then when they win, the problem is like when they win, they will take their this as like, oh, this is like the beauty of France and like it's like diverse and we uh. have. See, this is this is like it's always. You got it like sports. Is lo- sports long ago made a lot of us less racist. I think so. You know, <laughs> France has got to get with the program. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in '98 also, uh, it was the same thing. It was like the first generation where they had like uh, uh, Arabs in the team, black and like uh, white f- yeah. French people. So it was, and they were yeah. celebrating this. So like, yeah. and uh, and yeah, and it was like uh, it was. Nice for uh, like immigrants to be uh, immigrants at the time because they were oh the team like uh, uh, won and yeah, um, but when they lose it's like ah oh, these Africans like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ that's great to be a fan you know that's insane <laughs> what about okay so back to comedy in uh, Montreal so you started there yeah. And I feel like doing two languages at one time would be very difficult. It is to it is. start. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, I I I was doing obviously more French than English. Uh, so, um, like, I, I have one hour now. Uh, it's my second uh, one-man show, like, my second hour in, in French. Yeah. But, like, in English, um, I'm not... I'm, I'm, I don't have one hour. And also, it's, 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 it's because it's really different comedy in, in the U.S. and in France. It's, it's completely different. In what way? Like, here, how it works, uh, and this is my understanding, like... Usually, a lot of comics would have would work like five minutes and then like ten minutes, 
uh, and they would do it like for years maybe. Uh, and then they would never do one hour uh, like right away unless you are kind of known. But in France, you would find complete unknown uh, comics doing like one hour. Uh, and they work it like like this, and then it becomes better and better and better. And then they would do their shows in like theaters and stuff. Uh, so it like the um, working your hour is different in 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 the U.S. Uh, compared to uh, to France. Got it. I think the French model. So when I was um, started meeting comedians from the United Kingdom, I was surprised that I would be on some show and somebody would go up before me and just bomb. Yeah. Like they would be terrible. For like seven minutes, and then afterwards, they, you'd find out like, oh, they've been doing an hour the last five years every year at the Edinburgh yeah, Fringe Fest, yeah. and I'm like, dude, I can't stand them for seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this asshole who's going to watch <laughs> them for a whole hour? <laughs> like, who, who? The reason why you can't do an hour in America when you're brand new is because who's going to watch it? Yeah, yeah, like I guess you can do it if zero people or <laughs> anyone can do something Lock to no one. Keep people can't leave. What? Lock the doors. You don't let people leave. Exactly. Yeah. But so, yeah, who goes and watches a new comedian do an hour? Like, how does that financial think, model work? <laughs> I think, but you would be surprised to see how, uh, like, successful some of the, those people are doing, like, one hour. And when you see them in a festival, you go, like, this is not funny. Yeah. Because they, they have also, there is this thing about, um, um, you know, comedy where it's not always like stand-up comedy where you have to have like uh, punchline, punchline, punchline. Sometimes they have uh, like this one-hour show and it's just like someone telling a story and it's just nice to hear it. Yeah. And 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 so they don't have this um, pressure of being funny all the time. Like kill, 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 kill. kill. So yeah. they would go. You would have like two or three jokes and it would make a show and they would go, oh, it was a fun show. Oh, but man, I should do that. Two or three <laughs> jokes. For that an sounds hour. great. <laughs> two or three jokes in an hour. <laughs> Next my mom, do my mom's friend came to see me one time. I did like 20 minutes, and she goes, you were hilarious. I laughed twice. <laughs> and I'm like, in 20 minutes? That's not very good. She's only laughed one of the time her whole life. That <laughs> yeah. was a high compliment. No, but it's because they have like Edinburgh, and in France they have uh, Festival d'Avignon, which is the same thing uh, almost. We have a lot of comics, new comics. They come with their shows. They will rent uh, like a theater, and they would just promote the show and have people come to see them. Uh, most of the time, these shows are free. Uh, oh, there you go. That helps. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you have also this the hat system. The other shoe drops. <laughs> are the drinks free, too? No. <laughs> you, you don't have this... The, Drink like, minimum thing is American? Yeah, it's American thing. Like, in France, for example, we do shows, it's free. Uh, when you finish the show, you have the hat system where you put a hat and people would put money. Ah. And actually, at the end, you would you would have some money, like uh, doing. A, it's like doing an hour on the subway. Yeah, yeah, or, or exactly. Or <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, exactly. I've been telling you for a while. Stand, no, there's no stand-up comics in the subway. And the subway, need, all these musicians, dancers, <laughs> so difficult. Do some comedy. <laughs> Pass the hat around. Okay, so that's that's how that's that's how it works. And then you take that hour and you, do you go on tour around France? Yeah, I mean, b because you can do whatever you want, like you have to rent things, you know, you have to rent your own theater. So you can, I if see. you want to tour, you want to tour. But then, like the thing is, if you do some festivals and you get noticed and your show is, uh, is interesting, then you start to get uh, booked in like uh, clubs or like uh, other theaters and then uh, nice festivals, then you get start to get uh, paid. And uh, and this is how like uh, you start your career, and then at some point you will, if you want to do stand up, at some point you will have to be funny like in seven minutes uh, to do like just for laugh or you know, um, like. But it's like the process is kind of different. And are the best French speaking comedians in Paris, and then it goes out from there. Like, can you could you go to like 
out other French speaking countries and just destroy because you're really good. Like, did the best com- Paris comedians tour all the, the countries in the world to speak French? Yeah, I mean, they, they, you have Belgium, uh, Switzerland, uh, most of the comics also. Congo. Congo, yeah, I mean, you have <laughs> killed the Congo. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if you perform in French, you have a lot of uh, Cameroon. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, all the uh, French-speaking countries. You can do all North Africa. Um, Haiti is a great place for yeah. comedy. They love to laugh. <laughs> they, they, ha- <laughs> they need to laugh. They, ha- they this have this time. They have an amazing festival. Oh, really? at LOL. I don't know if you've heard about in it. In Haiti? In Haiti, yeah. Wow. Well, Sylvain's. Let's it. do a remote there. Yeah, will will uh, he knows about it? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's been on our pod a few times. So okay, so then do they have? Would all those comedians like want to move to Paris? Like we want to move to New York? It, yeah, like Paris is the New York of comedy uh, For in Europe, like if all French speaking yeah. countries. Well, and Montreal's uh, and Mont- Montreal Paris. also. The, the problem with Montreal is like um, so you have two things. You have the first thing is like sometimes you would need Canadian references. Uh, mm. So you can do like some French. This moose knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like they have their own terms. They're like their own politicians. Oh, yeah. So of, co- of course, you would talk about yeah, poutine jokes, maple and, syrup, and uh, <laughs> hockey things. You know, hockey, uh, uh, just change your side. But in jokes both countries, if you say America sucks, it's rather, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the standing ovation. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, but like what happens is like most of the uh, Canadian comics, French-speaking Canadian comics, would come to France because you have a bigger market. And um, way more people to reach uh, if you do French comedy. So, um, and what do you what did you find a difference between the Canadian audiences, French audiences, or have you? Is there been other countries where you've done it in French? Uh, Switzerland, uh, Belgium, uh, North uh, Africa. Um, yeah. Did you do it in China in French? In in China, no. But I'm supposed to do it uh, in 2019. In French. In French, yeah. yeah. So in Shanghai. In Shanghai. Our club, when we do, yeah. when they put on a French show, it the entire weekend sells out. Yeah. yeah. There's all these There's French big, people yeah. in Shanghai. No French idea. people who move to China, maybe you can tell me why, I'm not totally clear, only move to Shanghai. Specifically Shanghai. And all these like comedians I started out with have all these jokes about French people. That's like a real easy punchline. But... In Shanghai, I didn't start in Shanghai. I started in a different city. Yeah. There's no French people where I lived yeah. or anywhere else in China. And so then they would tour around China yeah. and they would do all these jokes like, hey, the French guy. Yeah. And it would bomb. Like, no, no, everyone's like, why are you just randomly talking <laughs> about, about French, French people? Shanghai we don't have any. It was like a, it was like Shanghai hack. I think, again, uh, it's linked to the, uh, because France, like, uh, they colonized, uh, like, a region in, in Shanghai. The French concession. Yeah. Right? So yeah. they had, so they had the, the, their, uh, like, uh, French colony there. And it, they have this historical thing and then i think th- that this would bring people to work there also afterwards and then you will have this uh, french community and then i think this is why you have like they just kind of stayed yeah. i think if you look on a map and you see like french concession you're like oh i should go you know yeah yeah <laughs> if you're french sounds, sounds like a good place to get food french yeah, yeah they did yeah. have really good food there. that's gonna be cool so you're gonna go back and do that wow okay so then um so then in france uh are you is it like would you rather just live there because like you're known and everything you know what i mean i mean i'm not big uh yeah. I, I um like i live with comedy in france like i can i get paid that's and, awesome uh, yeah it's it's uh, like when mainly when you come here and then they ask you to pay five dollars to do like five minutes in front of <laughs> comics do that, yeah. like yeah i mean i did it like when i came and then i was like uh, it's, it's everybody does pointless. it like twice and then you're like what am i doing yeah Why am i mean I, doing this? I would have paid like if at least people were listening yeah but like just performing for nobody is just so um 
but like now because I'm uh, on the green card and uh, I don't I can't leave the country for more than six months uh, at a time. Yeah, so like, I have to come back every. Oh, you come yeah. back! I didn't know that. So yeah. So you you how long are you here for then each time? I uh, so I came after the like the World Cup, right? And I'm staying until uh, end of September. Okay. And then go back to uh, France. How do you like it here? The comedy. Yeah. It's tough. It's it's, it's, tough, it's right? really tough. Like the problem is, uh, I like it because uh, you can perform like every night. Like technically, you can perform, but like yeah. Uh, uh, but but to get booked, it's 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 crazy. I mean, it's uh, at least like in France, if if you want to do open mics or if you want to do like uh, like shows, um, it's it's easy to get uh, to those. Uh, you know uh shows okay uh, and you get paid for that like even if it's like a small amount but you get you get paid at least okay um but like and you can so you can also work a new uh, like uh, five minutes or something so you're doing stuff but here for me it's like uh if i don't want to do like those open mics that are uh, worthless um uh, it's tough to get like uh stage time yeah it's all tough so. and what about the um audiences like you were saying the french audiences they'll go with more are you allowed to like talk about more or what i mean like i think i think what happened with that joke uh is um in france they would see me as um like uh african also so ah. the fact that uh, i say a black guy and then they they know right. that at the end it would be something uh nice so they don't expect something bad you know? But here you're just a white guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here for, for them maybe... He's not a person of color. You need to explain yeah. to American audience, <laughs> you're a POC. This is, you need this to is, wear I like think a this shirt is, or something. Or this, is, this is what I'm trying... It's like This is what I'm learning also. Grow out America. the beard. Yeah, you got to get your beard like <laughs> big and bushy, and then yes. you can do all the like, oh, airport security hates yeah, me. Because right. yeah. Arabs and are considered airports. people of color in America. Yes. Uh, I think here, this is the thing. You have to belong to this community to make jokes about that community. Yes. Like, if, uh, like I tried once also to do like a joke about like, uh, um, like the fact that I was in uh, Asia, and and I think also people like they they back off like. Yeah. like be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, like I've said nothing. I just want to talk about this community. Yes, and, like, people. Like, there's a long history. People like like black comics can make jokes about blacks. Jews. Yeah. We make jokes yeah. about Jews. But like yeah. you can't. If other people, it's it's much trickier. Yeah, I got a lot part. of gin. That's why it makes Turner very hard for <laughs> this white guy here to like do comedy. It's that's <laughs> no. Honestly, like a lot of times on my set, uh, in my first joke, I'll speak Chinese. Just so, like, it gives me a little more leeway. Yeah. Authenticity. Uh, like, yeah. he knows the language. Yeah, he yeah. must respect it. Right. And so then when I talk about China later, they don't think I'm just going to be, like, just a yeah. wild racist. Yeah, we don't like that. Everyone's just assuming, like, oh, you're a white guy? You <laughs> must <laughs> be a huge <laughs> racist. <laughs> yes. I think that's what it is, right? <laughs> exactly. Or else they wouldn't pull back immediately. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah. um, but this is what was, like, uh, yeah. Um, like, us. oh, okay, I can't do this. Or maybe I can't do it... Uh, at the beginning of the set, I have, yeah, as you said, like, they need to know who I am, that, okay, though, this guy is, like, an immigrant, he's from Africa, he's yeah. allowed to do this, okay, now you can go. They give uh, you permission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Establish your bona fides early on. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out a way to do that. Then you can get, yeah. Is it newer? Is stand-up newer in France? Like, is it exciting? Is it really exciting for audiences right now? Um, you have both. Uh, you have Okay, you have those French artists that would go, oh, stand-up is not an art. Oh, like, F them. You know, yeah, exactly. So, so it's new uh, compared to uh, Canada or to America, obviously. Um, and also, you, you can see that it's new for them because, like, here, if you go on stage and you start talking and doing jokes, 
people will just know that it's stand-up. Like, yeah. This is how it works. If you do it in France, sometimes you get comments from people, they go, oh, yeah, but why did you spoke with for, like about um, subways and then you jumped to hospitals? <laughs> they can't like, follow uh, the plot. Yeah. <laughs> they think you're just making an announcement. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, ladies like, and gentlemen, the daily specials are a sea bass on a... Uh, like, you need to have uh, like, a, like a direct connection between each joke. You can't do just one line. Right, and they're like, wait, you said this just happened to me today. <laughs> yeah. But how's you that possible? If it's <laughs> you had a really wild day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seventeen things just I mean, happened. I'm to doing you. the math here. On the way it's here, o'clock now. And if you <laughs> but this is absolutely true. Like I once, when I did this joke about like the subway, I had once one guy say, uh, "You really went in the subway and like <laughs> this is really happened. Like well, how come? Like I was like, man, like yeah, but." <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain every joke all the time and why I'm telling it now. Uh, oh, that was in the middle of the show? Yeah, it was in the middle of the show. <laughs> whoa, 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 slow down <laughs> here. <laughs> so you're telling me you were on a subway? <laughs> when Turner, when you do your joke about skiing in North Korea, yeah. you have to explain to the French audience, like, yes, I landed in North Korea. <laughs> really there. But it's, but it's, it's, a, it's a thing, like, uh, and also there is this thing where they like uh, stories because they are used to you know like this one hour shows where it's like a story where there is like a beginning middle like like an ending and stuff so like stand up is kind of new but now it's becoming like we have more uh, like stand up comedy shows uh, like you can do stand up every night uh, oh you can you can yeah uh, well like just three or four years ago you, you, you were not able to do that like um so and what about that guy Gad Gad El Malé I always mix him up with the other guy the other lady Superwoman. What's her name? Gad Gal Gadot? Else? Yeah, Gad Gadot. Gal Gadot's got a tight seven, but yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Gad Almet, is he? Almale, yeah. Okay, so all we know is like, oh, he's friends with Seinfeld, and is then he, he must be good. That's like literally all I know about him. Uh, he's huge in France. Yeah. Like, and this is also the problem, because when you say I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a comic in Paris, they will go, do you know Gad Almale? Oh, like and he goes <laughs> like, oh. No, no, not, not this. Like, uh, this is fine. But they, yeah. would go, they would say, okay, like, they would try to compare your career with uh, his career. Are you as good as him? Like, Better or worse than him? Are, yeah. what, how are you and doing? Like, he did, like, he did huge arenas. Like, he did, like, stadiums. Like, he's, he's huge. And, like, he did, like, tons of movies. So, and he's doing now uh, his career in, in English. So, it's... Um, I mean, and he's also going back and forth between uh, France and uh, and America, um, but it's it's always like uh, like uh, you would like he's he's so big in France that like you can't do the same thing that he's uh, has been doing like in France. I can't just go, oh yeah, I know him. Like uh, uh, we performed in the same places because like he's huge. It's just <laughs> something totally different. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. No, what? but he's yeah, he's uh, he's he's really nice guy. I mean, he's uh, like we uh, and he's really good. Or this is if you want to talk shit about him, this is your platform. <laughs> yeah, we need this show to go we viral. Need some, we need baby. Some enemies. <laughs> we want to get hits. I mean, I mean, he 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 sells out like if, like he's if a he sellout. Exactly. He sucks. A sellout. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's a sellout. <laughs> Where he needs should calls him a sellout. Print <laughs> that. Tweet on that. the Paris Post Gazette. Uh, <laughs> What's the name of your paper? Uh, <laughs> Paris Post Gazette. <laughs> Le Monde. The Le Monde. That's it. What about what do they eat in Algeria? What type of food? Uh, it's um, like the the main one, like known to be the couscous. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, yeah. couscous. Couscous. Yeah. Uh, is that your? Is that from Algeria? Uh, yes, it's North Africa, wow, Algeria. He's taking credit for it. 
amazing. <laughs> no, no, it, it yeah, is. Yeah. Like if you there are like it's there is this big uh, debate like is couscous Algerian, Moroccan, or Tunisian? <laughs> right. The uh, debate that's I know it's like, the yeah, world. I think Morocco sort in because the, they're we they 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 grabbed credit on it, but they like it's I, it's like and there there was this interesting um, like a video uh, about like. Uh, a guy who did like a research and then they said like because of the story between France and Algeria yeah. so when uh, Algeria got uh, her independence like uh, some people went from Algeria to France back to France and they brought with them like uh, the couscous so and, and couscous is very popular in France it's like their favorite meal so um it's yeah. It's, it's like the Greeks and the Turks who fought over the hero. It's like everyone's, yeah, it's exactly. All it's, it's always like with hummus. Also, like it's like a, it's always food is always. I think a white thing. chick invented that in Brooklyn. <laughs> hummus <laughs> at a like yoga Northern retreat. California yeah. and Southern California fighting over Carl's Jr. <laughs> and now exactly age-old <laughs> primal debates as old as time. As old. But, That's uh, cool. All right, so. Um, What's the long term? You want to stay here? You have no idea if you want to stay. I mean, I I, I wish uh, I want to stay here. Like I want to do uh, comedy here. Like I want to if I can get more gigs uh, and like I start to you know uh, get my network and stuff. I would I would stay here. And you're doing the Friars Club. Yeah. On August eighth. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be there. I'll right. be there hanging be out. There? Yeah. Cool. yeah. Nice. I'm gonna be there. I'm Make actually sure. going tomorrow. I gotta go to to uh, the, I don't know something they want to check know about out that the show. locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it Taking out. Taking a tour. That'll be a fun show though. That's amazing. Like it's an in international show. Um, yeah, Jeannie yeah. Asher is doing it. Uh, yeah. Roddy McGinnis, who was on a few weeks ago, they asked me for suggestions. I gave them. I, they took like four or five of mine. I don't know, but oh. they booked a bunch of comments. It's like a lost so. in American night. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I mean uh, that would be like Cap, you should come. I'm in. Yeah, you should do the podcast there also. Like uh, uh, we might. That might well we'll see. That might yeah. happen. We got a lot of people want us. Panama City wants us. There's a lot <laughs> of places. Uh and my wife Yeah is gonna be there with uh, her company. They're, Mr. Bing's gonna be there Mr. doing food. Bing's gonna be there. Nice. But it's a private event. I don't know why we're why we're promoting it, but for the <laughs> Friars Club, pretty cool. No, it's it's amazing. Oh, um, so our yeah. fans well, we want the fans to that show would be up my first. They, they might get an autograph if they wait outside. Exactly. Paparazzi. Yeah, I mean that would be my first, let's say, um, uh, official gig in 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 America. Really? Yeah. Thanks to you. What? Uh, first yeah. official gig? <laughs> what? Yeah. What are you no, even I'm, doing? No, I did like I did the stand up New York. I did like uh, Gotham. Like, oh, uh, cool. But like uh, this one where they put my name on it, like in the flyer and stuff. Boom! First time I made a flyer. In yeah, man. There you go. Welcome to New York. <laughs> oh yeah, do you go back to Montreal at all and do shows? Yeah, I did two years ago. I did the Just for Laugh uh, off uh, yeah. Comedy Festival. In uh, French or in English? In French. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of is uh, most of it's in English, right? The comedy festival or in general? Most of it is in French. Oh, is it? But uh, it's 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 big yeah. also in English. Right. right. Um, and have you been anywhere else in America? Have you been like or just New York area? Uh, uh, L.A. Uh, I did one f uh, as a slow uh, festival. It's like uh, San Luis Obispo. Hey, uh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah, yeah, I did it like uh, that's that's like the redneck Riviera of uh, California. Yeah, Four like, years. Where is that? The place right. is great. Oh, right. I is, love San Luis Obispo. This is this is the, like it's it's funny you said that because I was walking there, uh, <laughs> and I had one guy uh, like he stopped his car, uh, the window went down. He was like, fucking terrorist. <laughs> to you? What? To me. <laughs> and and he just left. You should not, tell Northern California? Wait, you no, it's Central California. <laughs> but you should tell this to the yeah, to the subway. To uh, the people booing you for talking about yeah. black people. Right. You you gotta gotta go, no, no, no. I'm I'm a t people think I'm a terrorist. That's yeah. street cred you start in the United States. That gives you POC cred. <laughs> yes. There you go. What was I your just, reaction? Were you just like happy? I was no, I was, I was like, excited. I was like, what? I was like 
I made a joke about it. Were you lighting like, a bomb when he did <laughs> this? Or what? I, I had a guitar. Oh, uh, it's uh, fucking terrorist. Guitar playing guitar. Yes, I was like, what did I do wrong? And then I was like, as a terrorist, to not scare the shit out of him. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. Right. If not you're having people look at you and you go, fucking terrorist. Right. Like, I was if, disappointed. Right. If you're a real terrorist, then yeah. they wouldn't go, Pff. Like, they were. <laughs> 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 like, like, yeah, that's a very <laughs> non confrontational yeah. reaction to Wait, a terrorist. We could yeah. defeat ISIS I mean, if we went to each it, ISIS guy and went, terrorist. Fucking terrorist. This is like, Just like really lower his esteem as a terrorist. Exactly. This is what I said. I said, like, this guy would have uh, saved America from 9 11 if he was in the plane. <laughs> and he saw the guy, like, the terrorist would go, I want to hijack this plane. It was like, fucking terrorist. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. You know what? All right, let's just go to Boston. Fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, I'll go see the sights. <laughs> Chop <laughs> but that was, yeah, that was when you said, like, the redneck. Uh, but it was it was amazing. Like the, the It was one week, uh, and you had to perform every night. Yeah. And it was, like, all the shows were packed, so it was amazing. Clam chowder and a bread bowl they have there. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's the only way to have clam chowder. Exactly. Yeah, it's the best. All right. Uh, wait, we're going to get to the news. But before we do, besides oh, the August 8th show, anything else to promote? Anyway? Yeah, you just knowing this guy. You go, stick to this guy. You go to high yeah, places. Yeah, this guy exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to do a, f- a show in French. Uh, so if you have any French uh, in lovers, New York City, in New York City, That'd be awesome. So yeah, just uh, follow my uh, Facebook page, Wari Nishen. Uh, and also, I would do like uh, my show, hopefully, uh, in English soon. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. All right, Cap. Let's get to the news. Play the music. Play the music. First news story of the week comes to us from the Telegraph United Kingdom. All righty. Vaping pilot causes Air China plane to plunge 6,500 meters after smoke shuts off air conditioning. Is that a lot? I don't know my metric system. 6,500 meters is a lot? That's a lot of it's meters. It's a, a big plunge? <laughs> yeah, that's like, what is that, 3,000 feet? Oh, man. How high are planes in the air <laughs> I don't even to know. start out? Is that all the way down? Di- what did he get to, like, two feet off the ground <laughs> and he like, pulled it back up? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think it's like you're about to go down, like in the movie. Like, it's like this is the end of your life. They're yeah. Better. And then all of a sudden, you just, it's like somebody I feel like 6,500 meters is far, right? It, it is. 6,500 meters? Yeah. It's, uh, well, 5K yeah, is it, a run. Yeah, that's six five kilometers. Th- oh, yeah. So he fell three miles? No, no. 5K is three miles. This is, oh, yeah. So six, this is more, more than, than, yeah, like four miles, maybe? You would be dead. Do, are, do planes really fly, fly four? Oh, they fly uh, 30,000 feet, They right? clearly fly more than that. I don't know. Why is it in meters? <laughs> Who printed this crap? <laughs> Telegraph UK. Get that's the fucking they, that's feet how they write in Europe. That's how they write in Europe. But yeah, so but that, the, the important part is he was vaping while... I don't... Uh, okay, so he's vaping while he's flying the plane. I think that should be allowed. Yeah. I don't understand why you can't vape in airplanes. I think it's one of those laws that... You know how somebody says something and then it turns out... They're like, you know, you shouldn't... You should always turn the light off before you leave the house. And then you're like, I did turn it off. And they're like... 
oh, and then you clearly did, and they're like, okay, but I'm just saying also in the future. Like, they don't want to admit they were wrong, so yeah, they yeah. just back up. That's what I think. That's what airplane uh, they're, they're doing with vaping now. They're like, you can't smoke in a plane. You're like, I'm not smoking vaping. Or vape, but yeah. vaping is... Well, we've talked about this before. Like, in the old days, like, we wanted to start, like, Mad Men Airlines, where you could, like, smoke yeah, on the yeah, airlines. Then, yeah, just, have a you steak. Used to, you used to smoke. You uh, used to, like, smoke, because I was a kid. You'd be like, oh, shit, we're sitting in this, this like, smoker in the row. It's part like, of the you charm. You smoke on the planes. Wait, yeah. you, when you were a kid, I people could so. smoke? Didn't they? Are you 100? Didn't they smoke in the 80s? <laughs> no. There were still the smoking ashtrays. They had ashtrays on planes. Yeah, because people smoked in the planes. They had ashtrays. Maybe I don't remember I think they smoked. But I like this idea. You have to dress up. You have to smoke. You have to eat a big steak. Yeah. Get drunk. <laughs> say I understand because the vaping thing, like, I don't understand how this is. They're saying that they're saying that this the smoke caused the uh, air conditioning components to be shut off. Okay. Which caused like the plane to like because it's like a, it's a robot now. The plane just fly to just like nosedive apparently. Wait, planes don't need pilots anymore? I guess I know it triggered an alarm, which prompted the crew the, the crew to perform an emergency pressure relief procedure. Which released all the oxygen masks and everything. Okay. Like, because of like the vape smoke. I didn't know vape had smoke. That's why I'm confused. Like, do you have your vape? Does anyone need vape here? No, but I, I they have this smoke. I think maybe the, the yeah, the alarm system like was too sensitive and then yeah, it, it started the whole this uh Right, it started it process. started the plane to emergency but procedure. But if there's a fire on a plane, wouldn't you want more air conditioning? <laughs> Just to like cool down the plane. <laughs> why would the why would the automatic suit. thing be to turn off the air conditioning when there's a sense of fire? That only makes it hotter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's funny that it says here that Chinese airlines have good safety records, but the passengers on occasions accuse uh, the pilots of smoking, and they've always denied it. So now this is a bit, apparently it's a big outrage in China. Like, have you do you have you ever heard about this when you're trying to like? Uh, I would say that they're probably right because I can't tell you. I, a Chinese male. I'm trying to think of one that I know. I I can't think of any Chinese male who can go more than like six hours without smoking a cigarette. Yeah. So if this is if this is a longer flight, yeah. you definitely need a smoke break in the middle. And you know what I say? Let the pilot have it. Yeah. I mean, I I was just on a flight. These where, guys like, work hard. I just wonder. I was wondering though, like, if you're on the plane, like, because I was on a flight and it got delayed because they told us that they. They didn't pack the plane properly and it was out of balance recently. Yeah. And like if you're on a plane and you're there and all of a sudden the plane like starts flying down and you feel like your life's gonna die, you're saying your prayers, the air oxygen mask off, and then they wreck they save the situation. Yeah. And they tell you that all happened because the pilot was vaping. Like, don't you want to storm the cockpit and, like, murder this person? Like, don't you want to hear a better excuse? Yes, but what I'm <laughs> saying is that shouldn't be a problem in the first place. They should make the, the cockpit not only vaping. You yeah. should be allowed to smoke. You should be. Uh, you know, not pot, right, but just a little cigarette. Whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you the want. Planes, the planes <laughs> in, drive themselves In now. case uh, there's a problem and he's stressed, he needs, like, his cigarette. Like, oh, what the fuck? I'm going yes. to do it to do now. Like, You're right. In the movie Airplane, I feel like there was a lot of smoking in that cockpit. There was a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> Next story from ABC News, Kaplan. ABC, we're back in the, Amer- right. in the United there's States. No more meters. So we don't have to worry about freaking meters. Six-year-old calls <laughs> 9-11 to tattle on dad for running a red light. <laughs> wow. This is... Cap, what would you do? You're the only... Do you have children, Wary? No. Okay, Cap does. Yeah, I have a six-year-old. Kids yeah. are real tattletales, are Well, my kid's a real Nazi. Like, he loves rules He's and order. <laughs> he will not cross He loves the, Russia? Like, yeah, he loves Russia. <laughs> <laughs> he won't, like, if, I, if we're in a rush and I try to cross the crosswalk. He's a neo-Nazi or, like, an old-school Nazi? <laughs> no, he's an old-school Nazi. He likes to follow the orders. Like, he's he, marching on Virginia. Jews, so the analogy doesn't work. But, like, he would follow the orders. Like, I feel like you like can't say someone's a Nazi anymore. 
What are you supposed to say? Is that politically correct to call your kid a Nazi? Well, now that we have, now that like Nazis are back, right? You can't Nazi. You could call people like the soup Nazi in the '90s when there were no Nazis, right. but now there's all these like new Nazis. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny to about kids. I remember it's like uh, somebody, my my girlfriend used to babysit a kid, and she's referred to him as Baby Hitler, and it's a term I've always used for kids that are real brats. <laughs> and I feel like you can't say Baby Hitler anymore. I mean, if you maybe say baby Trump, I don't know what you say, but it's like offensive, right? Because you're saying there's real Nazis, right? It's yeah, a yeah, yeah. So back, so what? Your your son's a what? He's well, a Nazi. My my son's a Nazi. He's a real rules follower. He like will notice, like like I can relate to this because he will notice if a car is parked too close to a fire hydrant. He'd be like, that guy, why is he parked there? He should get a ticket. He should this. So I've like turned because I don't want my kid to be like a, a, a this way. So I started giving them this whole story. He asked me if I've ever had a ticket, and I started telling him all about all the ticket stories I've ever had in my life. Which that's for another <laughs> podcast. This is the whole podcast. I guess. But um, and I basically was like, you know, the police they want to raise money, so that was yeah. a, so you got to care what you say to kids then because then he's walking by a policeman writing a ticket and he just turns to Ruby, my four year old, and he's like, he just wants to raise money. That's why he's writing See? that ticket. But that's good. There's two sides to every story. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if I want him. You don't want him announcing that out loud. So I don't know. This kid, his dad went through a red light, and this kid literally got on the phone when they got home, called nine one one, which you got to be impressed that you've raised your kid to be able to call nine one one. <laughs> and they said, what's the emergency? And he said, Wait, Daddy, all pass- kids not call 911? <laughs> well, I, don't, my, I don't know. But what's the reaction of the dad? Is he proud of his kid that he... He's, yeah, he said, like- well, they said they basically handed the kid the... the fo- they said, pass the phone to the dad, and the dad said, it's okay, and they, like, didn't arrest the guy. And it turns out the dad is claiming he made a right on a red. Which is allowed in most classic parts. claim. Which is not allowed in New York. I have to explain that to say. It's not in New York. You can't. Do you know what on. this means? No. Right on red. Okay. This is the most confusing part about <laughs> coming back to America. <laughs> Ninety-four episodes. We finally landed yeah. on the thing that still baffles me. I've been back for two years. I can't figure this out. Every state. You know when you get to a stop stop light. Yeah. And, and you're driving. Some states in America, when if the light's red, you can still turn ah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. and some states you cannot. Yes, but you never know what state it is, and a lot of times, in, especially in the East Coast, where all these states it's are only tiny, the East Coast where we have, we're trying to raise money. You're <laughs> driving through nine states at the same day on a on a road trip. You don't know what state yeah. you're in. You don't know what the rule is. You got to get out uh, your uh, Wikipedia every yeah. freaking <laughs> state to find out if you can turn right on a red. And everyone in the car is always saying, "You can! Oh no, you can't! Not in this state! Yes, you can! No, everyone's." Yelling at you, no matter what, you're always doing the wrong thing. You're going right. to jail. That's why there's this that, the old Woody Allen joke about the only cultural advantage to LA is even go red on red. That's what he's talking about. In New York, you have to stop at a red light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we, didn't even know in that. In New Jersey, you can you can turn. Uh, can you? Yeah, yeah. You, can. you can. Yeah. And I mean, you every day you go from New Jersey to New yeah. York, New Jersey to New York, and it's it's, it's you can't it's keep it on your head because we actually have a stoplight by my house that's the dumbest stoplight ever. It's like the other side of the road isn't even built yet. So there's no oncoming traffic, and there's a stoplight, and it even has a left turn signal. So you can't make a left on a green. It's got to be the turn signal. And when I'm in a rush, I just fucking go, because I know they don't have cameras there, and there's never police. So luckily, my son doesn't understand what a turn signal is, because he would, <laughs> yeah. if I made, if I went through a red light, he would totally be saying, what did you do? Like He would call the police? Yeah, and then my, and my daughter is really impatient, and you know, you listen to your kid. So like, I actually was at a red light recently. <laughs> I like how he just goes, you know, you, you listen to your kid. Listen. <laughs> so I was at a red light recently, and Ruby goes, Daddy, go. And I just hit the grass, and I drive, and I went through a red light by accident. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just instinctively, dads instinctively listen to their daughters. So I'm lucky we weren't killed. Wait, dads instinctively <laughs> listen to their daughters no matter what? Yeah, pretty much. The Jewish dads. I don't know. Four year olds? Four year olds. Daddy, so, go. Okay. So I don't know, like, then Teddy's going to call 911. I look first. Whole, I, I, it was instinct. I just hit go. It's like, go. So I'm really lucky. So yeah, I'm lucky I'm not in this situation because then I'd be, I'd be fucked. Uh, next story. Wow. WeWork is banning meat. I think we first need to explain what WeWork is. I don't yeah. think they have this around the world. Okay. Do you, Do you know, know what WeWork, WeWork is? is? No. 
Okay, we work as like a co-op office. So like, if you want to have an office, but you don't uh, have yeah, enough yeah. money to okay. buy a whole space, it's like you get a, like a. Usually they have a communal secretary. Everyone uses the same secretary yeah. or flight. What do they call the word now? Flight attendant. They don't call. It. You can't say secretary. You can't say receptionist. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, we can start a Mad Men. We worked back the other day where we you could call him a se- you could bang the secretary. Yeah. And we'll take a turn. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Martinis. So the same secretary, and then everyone. You have like. Uh, well, one central receptionist, and then everyone has their own little office to save money. Yeah. So WeWork is this company. WeWork is now banning meat. meat. In an email sent Thursday, WeWork co-founder Miguel McClevy told his employees that company will no longer serve meat at employee events or reimburse them or reimburse them for meals that include red meat, poultry, and pork. That's good for you, Kaplan. We have, that's good he doesn't you. eat pork. I don't eat pork, but I love meat. You don't meat? And okay. I like to, when you're on the company dime, you want to have a nice steak or something. That's part of a tradition. So this is outrageous. Wait, what's the point of this? So it's saying that they're because they are they have like six thousand employees and they I guess travel like they have a lot of work functions. Okay. So they were never going to supply meat at work functions and if work when people are working and they get reimbursed, people have day jobs do this. You don't have this situation. Oh yeah. You get reimbursed for meals and you're working and stuff. You're not allowed to submit a receipt that would. They're not going to reimburse you if you got meat at your meal. Anything meat. So they got that creates a job like a meat Nazi basically. It's like go through, go back to the Nazi. <laughs> Well, meet Hitler. Like, you got to, like, go to the restaurant. I would, like, be at the restaurant and be like, okay, I'm going to order the steak. I'm going to pay you extra, but you got to write it on the receipt. Oh, like do it, but is it like what strip clubs do, <laughs> yes. where they say you're actually not at the strip club. You're at, like, the library down the street. <laughs> yes. You have to have to put no meat yeah. because on the receipt. Is it about the price? Or uh, no, like if you cl- take, like, uh, I don't know, 20 bucks of carrots, is it uh, you get reimbursed or is it? No, no, it's not the price. <laughs> it's to like save the environment. They're claiming that oh, there's like okay. water. They're like saving like the environment. They're they're saving the world like all sorts this of. This is the thing. Why saving meat and not like you know vegetables? Like what about? They said they sent out an email where exactly. they said we can save an estimated sixteen seven point seven billion gallons of water, four hundred forty five million pounds of CO two emissions. And 50, 15 million animals by 2023. That's really bold Wait, of their 15 company. million animals? How much steak did their The last thing we need is more animals. animals. Yeah. Well, I want less animals. <laughs> want less animals. <laughs> we already have enough people. We have too many people. The last Now we don't need 15 million more animals. There'll be no place to sit down. I, I feel like this is like a right... like a, a, There's a, already too many people in the subway. Now we're going to have cows. Uh, <laughs> well, the billion dollar idea is we need to start a religion. We're in our religion. In. in our religion, you have to eat meat as part of your religion. Then this law would be illegal. You can't make yeah. people go against their religion. You know, it, like, <laughs> I, I love it. Oh, you're right. That's a loophole. It's a loophole. And we get a tax uh, relief. You can't, we need to start our, yes, it's if, about time. Did you know if you own a religion in America, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to pay taxes? You don't pay taxes, and you, you can't really prosecute for anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. And you can, yeah, you can just kill everybody and say it was a religious experience. <laughs> I'm not sure about murder, but <laughs> there's some exceptions. They did it in Texas. Yeah, I mean, because, like, my wife was in an Indian company. And they would not, she had the same thing where she couldn't eat meat at events because they don't, it's like, but that's the reverse. Like, they're like, we don't eat meat as part of our religion. So everyone yeah. in the company so has So you're not allowed to complain so either. So she can't really complain because it's like, that's the thing. But we can turn this around with we our own religion. So now we start like, carnivoreitarians or something. I'm in. All right. You in? Yeah, man. Sign you up? In you France, like- are they big, are they against eating meat? No, now we have this, all the vegan and like vegetarian movements where, mm. uh, like, God it's damn. all about saving, yeah, the, the animals. But, but once again, like, um, if you don't eat meat, um, what are you eating? And why is this other food, um, you need to, like, save it? Um, 
It makes the, no sense. Especially at the end of the day, you like even if everyone is eating vegetables, you would have you would need more vegetables. It would be it would become also a problem. Yeah, like, then you run out of vegetables. Yeah. So and if the whole world's eating beans, now for their who's protein, saving the vegetables? Yeah. So it, it's just you need to find a balance. Yeah. And because you'll see eat those whatever you want. People will post these things like, "Oh, how much protein you get out of beans." And you have to eat so many beans to get like the protein of a steak, and then I mean the amount of farting that's going to be going. I was going to say <laughs> it's going to be speaking about <laughs> not, not fun on the I mean, subway. What are you going to do on a date? People are going to be like, I don't know, eat a bunch of carrots and hummus, and yeah. and also the last thing on this for a country, America, that's all about like not eating meat. All these vegetarians. Why is everyone still three hundred pounds? It makes <laughs> it, it doesn't add, it doesn't connect in any possible. I don't think way. this policy would fly in the in the redneck Riviera. It would There's not. No I would st- no. So, yeah, enemy of the pod, we work. That's it. <laughs> Weary, thank you for doing the podcast. Thanks. Thanks. Kaplan, what should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. Je me baladais sur l'avenue, le cœur ouvert à l'inconnu. J'avais envie de dire bonjour à n'importe qui. N'importe qui, et ce fut toi. Je t'ai dit n'importe quoi. Il suffisait de te parler pour t'apprivoiser. Oh, Champs-Élysées. Champs-Élysées, au soleil, sous la pluie, à midi ou à minuit, il y a tout ce que vous voulez aux Champs-Élysées. Tu m'as dit j'ai rendez-vous dans un sous-sol avec des fous qui vivent la guitare à la main. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.